Absolutely. For churches, this is a cost replacement for Zoom. This can completely replace your Zoom subscriptions. If you're using one or six, I've heard of churches using 10. And it's also is a complement to or replacement for church online platform, complement to Facebook, YouTube, other things you might be doing as well. You can use it for church conferences, for your weekly services, for your small groups, any online event you might be hosting in the next year, uh, you could host on Altar. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Social Media Church Podcast. If you're new around here, welcome. We're so glad that you found us. My name is Aaron, and I am one of the co-hosts here on this podcast today, joined by somebody that you might not be familiar with. You might be, but my, my gut is that maybe you aren't. And I had to get her on the podcast immediately because shamefully and embarrassingly, I and my co-host Nils were not familiar with her until, uh, I don't know if we got an email or where this came up, but somehow, and it was inevitable because this is so great and you're going to want to stay tuned for the entire episode because at the end, uh, Stephanie is her name, uh, has provided something that's going to be really beneficial uh, to you, regardless of if you win or not. I'll leave it at that. Um, so we are joined today by my new friend, founder and CEO of a new platform called Alter Live. And her name is Stephanie Leith, and she is joining us today. Stephanie, do you just want to say hello? Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, all that. Yeah. Hi, guys. It's so good to be here today. Thank you, Aaron. That was a very generous intro. Oh, um, so yeah, necessary. I, yeah, I'm, we're going to talk a lot about a lot of different things today, but excited yes. to dive right in. I had known about the social media podcast for quite a while. Um, so was very honored to uh, be reached out to by you all. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Nils, I'll say this. Nils has done a great job with this podcast since inheriting it in 2013 from DJ Chuang. Uh, but Stephanie, uh, immediately when we got to meet, uh, it was just clear that our passions for the church uh, and resourcing the church in a very particular way, especially in the day and age that we live in here, uh, kind of rounding second, going into third and almost home stretch of 2021, which is crazy. Uh, for some of us coming out of COVID, we're actually kind of seeing another wave of COVID. And so this reality of church online uh, has been something that Nils and I have talked about in, in some capacity. And this podcast has talked about in some capacity for years and years now, but it's never been more prevalent or actionable until now. And you, uh, I want you to tell everyone your story, what Alter Live is, how it came about, but it makes perfect sense that it would have come about in this season. Yeah. And I, I don't think it would have been possible before any other season up until now. Um, but we've been, yeah, really blessed to be able to learn right alongside churches as COVID has unfolded and yes. we are still responding to and growing from the experience that we've had over this last year. So totally. I guess I'll, I'll start with a little bit more about myself. Uh, so my yeah, background please. is entrepreneurship and education. I worked at Gordon College in Massachusetts. Uh, it's a liberal arts college up here where I worked in our entrepreneurship center for a long time. I did business and nonprofit consulting on the side as well. So you can imagine last April when I was in the midst of doing all of that, 
the you know a, a disruption like covid yes. really starts to peak the ears of an entrepreneur <laughs> and our eyes as we're looking at yes. the world around us that's changing and, I'm only laughing because Nils, who also is an entrepreneur that lives in the Northeast in New York, was doing the exact same things uh, yeah. anytime there's a disruption. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. You're watching. You're looking at what is going to come out of this. What are what's going to you know, where is their opportunity to actually see this as a way that we can re-envision yeah. things in the, the way they could be? So uh, my journey really began helping a local pastor friend who needed to get his live stream online, like everyone else at the time in <laughs> April last year. So we were helping him get his live stream online, choosing cameras, choosing encoders, choosing destinations, and realized, you know, once we actually got that live stream up and running, yep. there, he, the biggest need was actually who is on the other side of these screens? How do we engage with people? and do more than just Netflix for church. That's right. And so we really started digging into that. So my my two co-founders are both software engineers. We started this as a side hustle where we were just tinkering around with different software and started to piece together what is now Alter Live. So we what we saw most churches doing at the time was this. Join us on Facebook or YouTube or our church website or church online platform for our services or events. And then join us on Zoom afterwards for a time of fellowship, meeting, meeting, and actually being present with one another. We said what a platform could do all of that. So Alter was born out of that. It is a video conference and live stream platform. It's browser based and it's designed specifically for the way that churches gather people online. It's really meant to create presence with people more than just content for people. And so we're going to take a peek. I know here in a bit, Aaron, uh, to give people a visual of what, what that actually looks like. But if you could imagine the best of zoom meets the best of maybe church online platform or and it um, is exactly that. Like Stephanie, it is exactly that. And yeah, if you are listening to this, uh, which most of you are, a lot of our listeners are audio only. We also do have a YouTube channel. Uh, and so later in this podcast, when Stephanie uh, shares her screen here, we're going to actually get to see it. And so if you want to get to see it, uh, you can subscribe to the Social Media Church podcast on YouTube. You don't have to. Stephanie is going to do a great job of describing it. And we're not going to be looking at it for like the whole podcast here. Uh, But just fair warning, if you want to head over to YouTube now, uh, you can absolutely do that. But Stephanie, uh, one of the things that I haven't asked you yet that I am curious about, did you just happen to be friends with these coders or did you, your co-founders or did you, how did you find them? Because it's one thing to have the idea. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have the idea, but then it's another, uh, a whole nother step to be able to actually execute on it, especially if it requires something outside of your skill set or outside of even just your expertise. How did you find your co-founders? Yeah. So Andrew and Pavel are two of my co-founders. Andy Mann is another one who's been a core part of our team since last summer. So uh, through my work in entrepreneurship uh, at Gordon College, working with undergrad and graduate students, a big part of my job was actually getting to know the local entrepreneurial ecosystem around us. And Boston is the number two most entrepreneurial city in the U.S. after San Francisco. Wow. Actually, wow. number one in some statistics, number two in others. I'll say there you go. But who's counting, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's just a, an amazing place to be surrounded by people who are looking, you know, looking at how 
businesses and nonprofits right. are actually shaping culture, shaping our lives. So um, I met them through my work there. We had we had had a serendipitous meeting the year before. We had stayed in touch, had done some things for each other, and this conversation really got started as you know as as the three of us started talking, realizing that there was a big need in the church tool belt, so to say, yes. where people weren't developing for yet when it came to video conference. Yes, that's right, and and we found that out really quickly during the coronavirus and um, in just the pandemic lockdown worldwide. I want to get into um, the adoption because I, when you and I talked about just where where this went after the model was created and after it was actually uh, in use for churches or available to be used by churches, I should say, just the, the pattern of where it got adopted first, I think is really fascinating for our listeners. And I think yeah. there's something to be learned about that. But before that, that's a little ways down the road. Uh, the question I want to ask or, or have you set our audience up with is exact, like unpack this combination between the church online platform and Zoom. You used a term for it. I'm not remembering it right now, but but it is like kind of an all-in-one package. Kind of unpack that and then um, let us know what the intended goal is for what it should be replacing in our most of our church's current tech stacks. Absolutely. So I'll start by saying this. Online, we often hear the phrase content is king, where it, you know, creating things that are relevant for an audience in the whole wide world of the internet, where there are so yes. many things to choose from, to listen from, creating really relevant content has become important. I would actually say what we've seen over this last year is that that is absolutely true. Content is incredibly important. But in churches, church is not driven by content. It's driven by relationship. And so we like to say at Alter, conversation is king. If you, you know, you can make as much content as you want. You can have the best studio. You can have the most channels. You can have the most followers. But if they aren't actually feeling like they're a part of the conversation, they're not going to feel like they're a part of your community. Community right. is driven, you know, community creation, which is what churches do. You know, we, we create communities of people who are sharing life together and around common goals, around, um, you know, the gospel message sinking into all parts of our life and living that out that, you know, if, if you define church in those, in that broad sense, the, when you imagine church online, there needs to be a relational element to it. And so that is very much the heart behind altar is how do we help actually create spaces where people can be present with each other, have conversation with each other and be in relationship with each other. That's right. Now, a lot of us understood that the comment section of any of these videos, church online platform, YouTube, Facebook, right. that that is the conversation. And so take where, where has Alter Live brought the conversation to the next level or how has it brought it to the next level uh, to really say that, yeah, that that's part of it. But this is the big thing that was missing from what those platforms were offering as it as it pertains to conversation. Absolutely. What's missing is the ability to actually hear and see each other. So you text-based comments have their role, um, but what where we what we've missed most about in-person gathering is 
I know what Aaron looks like. I can yes. see expressions on his face. He can see the what's on my wall behind me. I get yes. a glimpse into his world. And even though we may never meet in person, although I hope we do, Aaron. Yes. Um, even sure though we, we will, may yes. never meet in person, you know, I feel like we have actually made a, a human to human connection because we can hear and see each other. That's and so, so Aaron, good. Oh, yeah. I get so passionate about that. That's I mean, that's that's how I got onto this podcast was reaching out yeah. via Twitter DM. Uh, which led to some video calls that I've had with Jay Cranda, who is the co-host of this podcast at that time, and mm -hmm. and with Nils. Both of them happened to be in uh, had have a hand in my role getting down here to Southern California, and that was a five year relationship where I had never met either of those men in person. Uh, mm -hmm. And to date, I've still only seen both of them a handful of times, but both of them are some of my closest friends, and now I'm co-hosting this podcast, uh, and we still live on opposite sides of the country. And so I love what you said that there is. Um, text-based can get you to a certain extent. There is real relationship in that, but there's something added when you're able to actually see, talk, and regularly interact through a video chat. Absolutely. So we really wanted to make that video conferencing accessible to yeah. more people. And, you know, the common experience that, you know, you a lot of churches use Zoom. Um, and right. Zoom, the whole world moved on to Zoom. The problem is Zoom is not built for the whole world in the sense yes. that Zoom is never going to build for churches. It's never going to build for construction companies. It's never going to build for all these other other images. But for churches specifically, you know, um, we saw that what people really wanted was the ability to not just listen to the host or listen to everybody else, but to have a side conversation. I'm in the middle of a, you know, an event online and I want to go pray with Aaron separately. Yeah. Or maybe I I want to catch up with Aaron or someone else one-on-one -on, -one on the side. I can't really do that in a Zoom call. You have breakout rooms, but they're completely facilitated by the host. You can't move between them. Totally. So on Alter, we wanted to recreate that organic bumping into someone in the hallway type experience. So good. Where you can choose where you go and who you sit with. It's not super complicated. So we really designed with your grandmothers in mind with, That's right. uh, you know, with those who, from whom technology is newer uh, or who just, you know, they want a very simple experience. So it's yes. browser based. You, everything is with a click of a button. You don't have to be on camera if you don't want to be, you get totally. the best of live stream and the best of video conference. I can't wait for them to see it, Stephanie, because you, know, you literally you are sitting next to other people. Like we've never, what your technology has brought to the game is the closest way that we could ever measure butts in seats online. It's, it's yeah. truly remarkable. And I can't wait for everyone to be able to see it. It's, I, I don't want to go there quite yet. So hang on. It's going to be a great time when we get there. Um, but I, I want to talk about where this got adopted, uh, first, uh, who your, who the churches were that really responded to this and why they responded to it. Uh, but before, before we go into that, um, just on that piece that you talked about with, with zoom, uh, there was a huge need in this space uh, because while you just talked about the things that Zoom falls short in, uh, it was still the very best option. Nothing was even Absolutely. close to Zoom or being able to handle the magnitude of people that were hopping on. I remember going through this journey with Nils. We were looking for different areas as churches that we were consulting with. We we're trying to figure out, well, what should we run our uh, small groups or our life groups through? Um, and we're like, wow. I think it's still Zoom, like Google Meets is free and there's some free options, but that just, it's unreliable, it's inconsistent. 
Uh, and there's been a lot of catching up, but still nobody has solved this issue of, um, what Alter Live has solved. And I think the uniqueness is the community in the middle of the service, because it's one thing to find the right solution for, okay, I just watched a live stream. Now we're going to hop in together after, but the idea that you could actually be having this zoom experience while consuming, uh, together this service online. So it's, mm -hmm. it really is the best of both worlds all in it together. And then it's seamlessly, and this is what you guys are going to see when we pull up the, the screen share of this, but it seamlessly transitions into a lobby setting when the live stream is over. And so it's not like it kicks everybody off. And so it really does take the best of both worlds, smashes it together into exactly what we need. And it makes perfect sense that it's called Alter Live. Yeah, absolutely, Aaron. And you asked the question, I mean, what tech stack does it does it yeah. fit into? Where does it replace? For many churches, with our newest release that has actually just come out today, mm. which is, is so fun for me to finally say this, yes. is we now have the ability to do full video conference meetings on the platform, meaning up to 100 people, you can be uh, running all of your small groups, your Bible studies, your staff yes. meetings. And the best part is there is no host limit. So one subscription equals unlimited synchronous events. And yes. you um, and you have that lobby. So the breakout rooms, the same visualization of tables is is our version of breakout rooms. So it makes it a really so nice important. Easy so platform. important. Yeah. And we didn't say this at the top, Stephanie, and it's reminded me to say it right now, something that you said in our first call together when I was just like, yeah. Stephanie, tell me what this altar is. Oh, oh, you're the CEO founder. Perfect. I'm talking to the exact <laughs> right person. This is incredible. Uh, one of the things you said is this technology was created not for the weekend, not for one service. This was created to be used all throughout the week. This is a seven days a week platform. And you're alluding to that right now, but I want uh, our listeners or watchers, if you've joined us over on YouTube, welcome. Uh, this is what we look like. Um, uh, I just, I want people to understand and, and, and look at this technology through the right lenses. And those right lenses are, this is going to replace uh, so many things that you're doing outside of um, the weekend. Uh, do you want to just uh, touch on that a little bit before we talk Absolutely. about where this is getting adopted? Well, I should just let you keep going. You're doing no, it. No, no. I'm excited about it, but go, Stephanie. So yeah, it replaces, it, it, it's meant to be used seven days a week because there is no limit on number of events you can run or number of synchronous events. We have two styles of events on Alter. You can do regular scheduled streams, similar to what you're doing on Church Online Platform, where you have chat, you have hosts, you can schedule a stream from wherever you're already bringing your feed from. The second option is to do regular video conference meetings where you're, you know, for your small groups, your Bible studies, your next steps program. And the best part about all of it is that you can, we have a visualized calendar for your attendees. So you can link it very easily with your website and all of those, both meetings and rooms, uh, sorry, meetings and events have that lobby that I talked about where you can have classrooms, you can have tables, you can have other things where people can gather in smaller groups and then easily be moved back to a main session. Totally. So, I mean, uh, the, the best way to describe it is in, in my eyes is because you have classrooms, you have, you have even, t and you'll see this, like it's even laid out. It's just really, it's really simple. It's really clean, but it makes sense. Uh, you can see who you're sitting next to. It really does it's your digital church building. It, it has all of those components. And so however you would have been using a church building, and if you don't have a building, congratulations, you just got your first building. Um, 
And so, uh, which was my, actually, that's, that's funny that my church's context, uh, my, my old church in Oregon that I moved from, uh, that we were at church 300 met in a middle school. Everyone's heard this story. Um, but they bought a building, they bought their first building during COVID, which is hilarious, but it really does replace your whole building. You have everything that you'd be doing in a worship center style vibe. Uh, yeah. Classrooms you have, uh, like the lobby, like grab a cup of coffee in the cafe type of a feel after, um, and it solves all of those solutions, not just for adult groups, but your kids ministry can run through this. Your youth ministry can utilize this, uh, on whatever night, maybe they're broadcasting their services. I know that's our case here in Southern California, just a full comprehensive tech stack that will replace some of those, maybe even multiple subscriptions that you have that's trying to solve this problem of face-to-face community while we're still in the middle of a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, who adopted, I'm so fascinated by this, who oh, yeah. adopted this first in the in the world of church? And I promise it's not who you expect. Uh, who adopted this first and why? So last October, we released Alter into beta. Um, it, at the time it was, it was, it was an idea. We built everything that we released for our first beta in two weeks, I believe. <laughs> so wow. it was like, it was a quick putting together of like, is this actually what churches need and want? Is this a way that they could actually yes. envision yeah. themselves operating in an online capacity? And so the first place we actually launched at the time, and we had been in, I'll say this first, we had been in conversation since April doing our research, talking to as many churches as possible, really trying to understand the rapidly changing environment that churches were living in, in the COVID year. That's right. Uh, So what we had learned during that period was that the UK was actually farther ahead and more open at the time to really thinking about the role of online and hybrid ministry going forward which was a surprising thing. Now, why the UK? So uh, we ended up getting put in touch with a lot of uh, digital theologians, uh, others in the on the UK side that were starting a lot of these conversations. Premier is the UK's largest yes. um, church. Right. I'm going to compare it to similar to like Christianity today. It, it, yeah, in Christian radio, they, they're in radio. Our pastor is on, yeah. on Premier yeah. Christian Radio. If Justin Brierley is probably who us in America are most familiar with. Uh, What's his program called? Um, Unbelievable is is his program. Anyways, yeah, yeah, very good. But yeah, Premier very Christian good. Radio. They host a, they host the largest Christian conference every year for yes digital leaders. And uh, last October's conference was on hybrid and online ministry. And so wow. we sponsored that with them to really just launch our platform and see what you know what was the interest. It was amazing. That's incredible. Really- yeah, we. I did we not hear this. This is new to me, listeners. Yeah, we got that's such awesome. A good response from people, just excited, wanting to get on calls with us, wanting to just ideate with us about how we could continue developing this. Because again, we we had built it all in two weeks, so um, right. you know it was ready to go, and and you could host events on it, but uh, it, it hadn't been optimized yet. We wanted to build right. alongside churches. So we yes. launched in the UK. I'm in the UK at the time too, and I have deep appreciation for the churches there. Mm. Um, in, in many ways, compared to the US uh, landscape, UK churches have been on the decline a lot faster and a lot longer than yeah. US churches. And so for many, what I heard from pastors was 
online was actually a bit of a lifesaver for some because wow. it suddenly, you know, required that they rethink everything. They weren't yeah. willing to just go back in person to do things the way they had always done things. They were willing to really rethink it. And they saw a huge resurgence in younger generations getting involved in different people getting involved. That's amazing. We never stepped foot in a traditional church, but we're willing to engage online in a faith community because it was a new format that was more accessible. That's right. Wow. So we could have a whole podcast about some of the cool things that I heard um, that we have of, of ways that people have, have used altar live and other online platforms. That's right. Engage and minister to people in ways that, I don't know that we would have necessarily done or thought of as creatively as we did during the pandemic. That's right. Well, a few things stand out to me. And Stephanie, if you want to pull up and get your screen ready to share, uh, I, we'll jump into it after this. I, if, first of all, if you're in the UK or you live in Australia or somewhere outside the walls of the United States and, and you are like, yeah, thank you. Uh, we're, you know, this was a lifesaver for us. Or uh, maybe you haven't heard of Ultra Live. This is, this is your podcast. Let us know. Reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, share this with somebody. We're, we're just really excited about how God is moving globally. And this podcast exists to serve churches globally. And I love it that immediately, Stephanie, you were a global company uh, (laughs) serving people around the world, not just here in the United States, obviously now. uh, And once this podcast releases as well, um, you guys are going to be doing some heavy promotion for yourselves outside. It's not going to be because of this podcast, but it is that season where you're going to start opening the floodgates of like, hey, if you haven't heard of us, you will have heard of us now. Uh, But it just gets me really excited uh, to hear that about there's this technology that's working twofold. It's solving an issue for a global pandemic, but it's also show, uh, solving an issue for um, those countries who have really arrived into a post-Christian world uh, where going to church is not the norm, uh, something you're not going to find yourself trying. Uh, you're going to try church online and uh, having a space that actually um retains a lot of those things that they would have experienced if they would go to a building uh, is obviously unheard of until now. uh, And we're really excited about it. And I want our listeners, uh, actually, if you haven't switched over to YouTube, you're not going to be able to see this, but Stephanie's going to do a great job. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but she's going to do a good job of uh, audibly describing- That's right. The audio tour. Uh, Again, you can find this part of the podcast um, as well as a whole episode at uh, YouTube. If you're, if it's your first time there, hit subscribe, uh, help us uh, use the YouTube algorithm uh, to spread messages just like this a little bit further. But Stephanie, let's, let's share the screen. Uh, I'm assuming that you have permission to do that. This is a podcast first uh, here at the social media church podcast, sharing the screen. There it is. Um, Yeah. So if you're on YouTube, you're able to see this. Stephanie, take it away. All right, let's go to church, Aaron. Yes. We are visiting uh, through my audio tour here for those of you on the podcast and on my screen. Um, One of my favorite churches on altar right now called The Table UMC. They're out in California. Um, They have been really thinking intentionally about how to create conversational ministry all during the pandemic. And when they found altar, it was like, we were meant for each other. So it's been so much fun to help and watch them do some incredibly creative things on the platform. That's one of the coolest parts of my job. 
So, all right, what would it be like to attend an event online if with a church using Altar Live? So most churches have a button on their website somewhere that says worship online. And we're looking today specifically at the service, Sunday service structure, but you can extrapolate to any other online event, whether it's a next steps program, whether it's office hours with the pastor, whether it's your Bible studies, um, any of those. So um, we're going to go ahead and click on this worship online button. And we're going to actually hop into what's called the community landing pages for altar this is a, a web page that is part of your altar subscription it can be customized fully with your logo your colors your backlinks and it has a populated schedule of all of the events that you've scheduled on the platform as well as past events so think of it kind of like your digital archive so i'm going to see that schedule again it makes it really easy for your admins to you know multiple people can be scheduling multiple things and it makes it a nice um nice experience for your first-time visitors or returning members to easily find the events they need to join so i'm going to go ahead and click on this sunday service and we're going to hop right into a new tab on my browser altar is browser based there is no plugins downloads required um, and it is fully accessible on mobile devices as well that's a really frequent question we get um, it'll open first on your mobile browser to participate in video conferencing it will prompt you to download an app because we can support it better there um, but it is uh, fully functional and the best part is you do not need to create an account to be able to participate in an event so yes. we're going to talk a little bit too about the experience for first-time visitors um when you know most churches what happens is you either on a youtube video or something like that you could be a first-time visitor and stay anonymous completely which is great however as a pastor or as church staff you may never know who that person is unless they reveal themselves in the comments on the other hand, if you're in a Zoom room, it's really intimidating as a first time person to hop into a room of 50 other people who you don't know and they all know each other. So yes, on Alter, we tried to blend the two experiences, letting people stay anonymous, but also letting them take that next step and letting hosts right. reach out to those uh, and create a welcoming environment. Yes, so um, you're going to see on my screen here that I'm already logged in. Uh, if I log out, I will show you that in a bit of what that what that process looks like. But I'm going to see it. Not to interrupt you, Stephanie, yes. but you're going to get you're probably going to get into this. But while you were talking about uh, logging in and not having to log in, there's obviously a level of ease that comes from um, that, that you just described. I'm sure some of our listeners are already thinking about privacy uh, in the same way that they would be thinking about privacy on uh, Zoom or some other sort of video conferencing platform. Do you want to speak to how you guys were even intentional about the uh the privacy piece of well what if someone comes in and they're just being completely obscene or unruly just intentionally ruining a church service uh hackers maybe any any sort of that you just want to speak to that for a second absolutely we we really thought a long time about security and privacy as well as accessibility Yes. So you want everyone to be able to come to your church services or events totally. that you that you're you know that wants to come. You want no That's barriers right. to entry. You don't want them to have to jump through a lot of different hoops. They shouldn't have to download anything. They shouldn't have to create accounts for anything. So that's why when you join an event for the first time, I now on my screen am an anonymous user. I have an anonymous name. Blue Whippet is my pseudonym that's been assigned nice. to me. I can see who else is online. You see some other people are on this event. We're going to actually stop by and see my colleague Andy here. Awesome. And um, 
uh, I can watch this service. I can see what's happening in the chat. I can see everything that's going on the same way a logged in member would. However, I can't just go take a seat next to someone on video conference and zoom bomb quote unquote. And I can't just yes. spam the chat with swastikas. You know, I'm, I, I'm, yes. uh, I have certain things that I can't do. However, I can chat with the hosts. I can greet this person. This person has sent me a welcome message, the greeter. I can, um, I can have a back and forth with them as well. So once someone does want to actually join on video conference, all they have to do is use their Google, Facebook, or email yep. to uh, set up. It's as basically identify themselves. You have to be a real person. Yes, it's one level of authentication. Is what authentication. We yep, that's yeah. right. And it, it makes yeah. sure that that person's a real person, as well as for your own benefit, it gives you more follow up information for that's that. That's right. That's right, which is what we care about and what is so difficult about all of the other platforms that we that most churches are currently using. Uh, you, for those of you that are listening on audio only, this is like, how would you describe what's on your screen right now as far as like just the visual representation of what we're looking at? Absolutely. So what we see on screen is at the top of the screen, we see uh, a, a video box where we have some pre-event slides going right now and a countdown timer letting us know when this service is about to start. This is It kind of looks like a movie theater. It's yeah, got like the big screen bit. at the front. Yep, big screen at the front. And then underneath, I can actually scroll my screen and there's all these empty chairs underneath Yes. in rows. Now these rows, you can also turn into tables. Um, I'll show you that in a bit too. And I see that there's a image of Andy. His little profile picture is seated in one of the seats. I can hover over <laughs> it and see his name. I can also see in the members list over on my right, I can see who else is online. Um, I could click and find someone on screen. It'll take me to where they are if they are seated. Incredible. So what do these seats do? This is the coolest part of Alter. So yes, I can be yes. watching this live stream. My camera and mic are not on. Uh, but as soon as I actually want to sit down next to someone, all I have to do is click on an empty seat. Yeah, I'm, I'm using a little bit. Oh, hi, Andy. This is it. This is it. Real time. This is fantastic. Just yeah, like you're sitting down and all of a sudden what what I'm seeing is it looks like you've just joined a Zoom meeting, but you can still see the seats. And this is all 2D. What When I first saw this, I immediately thought, and some of you listening are, are going to be able to resonate with this. Whenever you bought a plane ticket from Southwest or from Delta and you're picking your seat off of the screen, that is what it looks like. It's a 2D image. There's seats. You can see people's avatars or if the seat's empty, there's nobody there. But you, yeah, so Stephanie sat down next to Andy. And when she did that, uh, now on a sidebar on the far left, they both their video screens are there, but they can still clearly see the service that's going on. Uh, so what can you do when you're sitting next to somebody now, Stephanie? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be Andy, can you hear us? I can hear. Yep. Awesome. So, and hopefully everyone at home can hear Andy as well. So Andy and I, are I can hear Andy. So, so I'm Andy, assuming our what, listeners can. Yeah. Andy, what can we do when we're seated in a row together? Well, um, when we talk, the volume of the live stream automatically reduces. So Stephanie and I can, wow. we can talk about what's being said, uh, maybe make a quick observation. That's one thing we can do. A lot of churches uh, will have pauses uh, for reflection questions. So for a minute or two or three, we'll just say, you know, share a time that you struggled in your prayer life or something like that. And now Stephanie and I, who know each other quite well, uh, we don't have to explain a lot of the, the, the background or the context. We know each other's, uh, the, the, the high points and low points in each other's lives. And I can say, oh, remember that time early on at Alter Live when we were wondering <laughs> if we were going to you know, ever get this thing out the door. 
that was, you know, so those are those. Are, we don't have to explain all the background. We can immediately get into the the meat of what the reflection yeah. question is. Absolutely. One of the coolest things too is Andy and I can be talking to each other and not disturb everyone else on the event. Think of That's this right. like a Zoom breakout room. If I choose to go to a new row, sorry, Andy, I'm gonna ditch you now. <laughs> no, Andy's not on screen with me anymore because I'm sitting. I'm seated way over there. I'm trying to get as far away from him as possible. Um, so I can also move back in. I'm back, Andy. And we can be seated next to each other again. Um, but this allows people to freely mix and mingle. Another cool yes. thing we see churches do on the platform is a time of greeting one another or saying hi to one another. It's like playing musical chairs. You literally from stage say, go say hi to someone you don't know. And you can click around, hop between different rows, just like this. And, and it's again, rows of four. So yeah, you're never going to be with more than four people at a time. Right. Currently, everything is maxed at four in in the auditorium. When we get into yes. the lobby, I'm going to show you how you can get bigger groups going together. But again, yes. this is, is to maximize, you know, deeper conversation where people aren't just listening. They're actually talking with one another as well. That's right. Yeah. So well, let's, head into the, let's head into the yeah. lobby. Uh, right. that's where, so that's, that's what we just viewed and experienced was was in what you most people would call the worship center or the sanctuary or wherever the service happens. Yeah. And so when the service ends, you it will automatically switch to what Stephanie's about to switch to right now. Yeah. Uh, so as a host, I can move everyone back and forth between the auditorium and the lobby at any time. So I can the power. Move Some of you lobby. pastors in your physical services <laughs> wish you could do that uh, no, straight away. So we're going to move to the lobby now. We're going to see a little countdown timer that lets everyone know. Everyone stays on the exact same link and their screen just changes to a room full of tables instead of that live stream feed and rows. So now yes. in this room full of tables, think again, like Zoom breakout rooms. I could go take a seat next to Andy. Hi, Andy. Um, we could name some tables like a prayer table or a meet Like the a guest experience table. or first time guest table. Yep. I can hop between any of them just by clicking on an empty seat. Again, I can I can choose to just watch at a distance. I don't have to be on video camera until I choose to take a seat. Now, we also have what's called rooms. Rooms are brand new as of today. We're really excited Woo. about it. Um, oh, rooms so are the good. ability to do bigger capacity within the yeah. lobby. So think of these a little bit like in your in-person building, you might have reserved classrooms before yep. after the service for Bible study or prayer. Or on my screen, I have examples like Sunday morning prayer before our yes. service, join for 20 minutes and pop in to pray with other people. Or yep. you might have an alpha course that goes on after the service where totally. people can pop into. So if I click into any of these, I'm going to join into a video conference session. Think of it like a Zoom room within your main event. And I can yep. have up to 50 people in this room to start. We're actually going to be growing it up to 100 over the next wow. month. Um, and you can be sharing your screen. The host can mute everyone, turn cameras on or off, change the layout. Think of it like a presentation room. And again, as a user, I can choose to leave it. I can go into another room. I can go yep. back to those tables. And then at any time as a host, I can choose to move everyone back into that auditorium and yes. we need to pick up the service again. So you could start Incredible. in the lobby before your service or after your service and yep. easily move people back. And, and forth. it's all the same browser, not multiple browsers. And again, mm -hmm. I, it's worth repeating because we are so entrenched in the one hour on Sunday 
Uh, mm-hmm. This is meant to these classrooms, these tables, the lobby feel, even presentations are meant to be used all week long. So if you have a group that needs to meet, this is your solution. Uh, if you have multiple groups that are meeting at different times, this mm-hmm. is your solution. If you just want to, you know, open up your lobby uh, to have, yeah, like like a meet and greet or anything during the week, this is your solution. Like all, this solves everything that you would be trying to do digitally as it pertains to community uh, all week long, not just on the weekend, which is which is really something that we're going to all have to like break our minds out of for our strategy because a lot of it is just get to the weekend that's when you're going to experience everything it's like no this can allow us to communicate all throughout the week absolutely and what we haven't shown yet is meetings um we can hop into that um if you want to but it's a video conference meeting very much like those rooms except you can spin them up as instant meetings you can move people between the meeting and the lobby back and forth as well just absolutely incredible uh andy joined us Thank you, Andy, for joining us. Uh, Stephanie, that was so great. Uh, And again, you guys could watch that on YouTube uh, if you wanted to see it. Or maybe you want to see it now. You're like, ah, Aaron, I don't really need to go to YouTube. It's not going to be that great. Guys, it was that great. Uh, Everybody is going to want to watch that on YouTube. Or you're probably just checking it out if you're really smart. You've already gone Ultra Live. But wait, don't do anything yet while you're listening. Because I told you there's something coming at the end of this podcast uh, that is really exciting. Stephanie, I want to get to that. Um, I, If you're not convinced by now, or if you have, if Stephanie hasn't convinced you by now that this is exactly what your church has been looking for the entire pandemic, uh, I don't know what she ha- what else she has to say. Maybe there's one more thing. Stephanie, is there one more thing that you, or one or two more things that you didn't say uh, before we let them know what we're going to offer them? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, I mean, every church uh, we've worked with, I think we calculated last week, we've, I've had probably about over 900 calls and uh, consultations with churches from, you know, the Table UMC in California to Elam Church, Saskatoon, Canada, to UK churches, to the yes. the Anglican Diocese of Western Australia. So we've seen how churches are creatively growing into this season and beyond. First That's and right. foremost, Alter very much wants to be a partner with churches as they're doing this. We recognize that our strengths are in uh, the software. We want to equip you with the best tools that are going to take you into 2021 and beyond. And if your church, you know, if you're just getting started, you're brand new, we are actually launching um, a new offering for church planters and church startups um, where you can get discounts on your first full year. We will help as well with all the resources we've learned on digital church planting to get you equipped in that way. If your church is already online and you feel like you know what you're doing, but you're just looking at growing that next level of engagement, we're happy to talk with you as well. We've worked with churches, uh, large and small, over 10,000 members, all the way down to, you know, 10 members. So um, we are happy to equip you in whatever way you need to get you started. That's it. That's it. So now you're fully bought in. And Stephanie hopped on this call with me uh, and was like, hey, Aaron, we should do this. Uh, Would you be okay with offering this to your audience? And I said, yes, we are in the business. And for those of you that have been around Social Media Church for long enough now, you understand that everything we do on this podcast is free to you. It will always be free to you because we realize 
that you don't have the time to explore every single thing there is about social media, about the new technologies that are coming out. Is it worth getting on Clubhouse? Should I have been on Pinterest? Should I do something on Snapchat? You don't have the capacity to do all of that. Uh, and so we want to make sure that we're doing all the legwork for you. Uh, and then at least really cool things like this, like ultra live. And so this podcast, uh, we only want it to be a blessing to you and to your church. And Stephanie is interested in that as well. And Stephanie, I think you communicated your heart on just for the king, what you want to do for the kingdom at large, very clearly, uh, on this podcast. And so it's going to make perfect sense why you're offering our audience this exclusive deal. Absolutely. So like you said, we have just released our meetings and rooms today, which means we have yes. just finished the majority of our product roadmap since our conception. Um, there's wow. always going to be cool things coming to alter, but what we have yeah. to date, we think is a game changer for the way that churches are doing online ministry. And so for listeners of the social media church podcast, we yes, are yes. doing a giveaway of Ooh. three one-year subscriptions with full features free of charge. Wow. So, so that's three. Three of three, those. We're giving away three of these for free. Three for free year-long yeah. subscriptions to Alter Live so you can get fully immersed in reaching your church online. Absolutely. For churches, this is a cost replacement for Zoom. This can completely replace your Zoom subscriptions. If you're using one or six, I've heard of churches using 10. Oh my gosh. And it also is a complement to or replacement for church online platform, complement to Facebook, YouTube, other things you might be doing as well. You can use it for church conferences, for your weekly services, for your small groups, any online event you might be hosting in the next year, uh, you could host on Altar. Oh, love it. But that's not all. I feel like a not salesman, all. but so that's not all. That's not all. So um, if you do want to win one of these complete yeah. video conference and live stream packages for your church or ministry, head to alterlive.com backslash giveaway, enter yes. your details and tell us this. We're, you know, we want to hear from you too. Yep. What's five ways you could imagine using Alter for your online ministry? Yes. We're going to be drawing names and announcing the winners in uh, a few weeks back on yes. the social media podcast. So yes. Come back here to hear yes. other people's creative ideas for ministry and potentially hear if you've won a full year subscription. But in That's addition right. to that, we actually are giving away 40% discount on uh, to any subscription for anyone who actually submits um, to this giveaway. So even if you don't get a full year yes. paid subscription, you can still take advantage of our 40% discount. What did they say, Stephanie? Everybody's a winner. Everyone, uh, everyone is a winner. If you're listening to this and it doesn't just have to be people who are subscribed to this podcast, share this episode with a friend. Uh, and I, I can think of about 10 ways after listening to this podcast, but we just want to hear five, only five of your best ideas on how you're going to utilize this. And maybe it is just as simple as letting Stephanie know, yeah, this is going to replace zoom. This is going to replace, uh, you know, our church online platform, whatever it is. Um, and then any of the creative ideas that you have on how you want to utilize this in the future, I can certainly think of five right now. Uh, so yeah, make sure you head over there. Um, because I just found out about this, uh, there 
you know, we're, we're figuring this out still. So, uh, yeah, make sure you watch this space. Stay tuned, stay close, uh, to the social media church podcast. We will announce the winners on an episode coming up in the near future. Uh, make sure you're on our email list. Make sure you follow us on social media. You already had a good reason to go over to YouTube and subscribe there. Uh, so if you've won, you will for sure know. Uh, but yeah, we'll announce the winners on there. Stephanie, so generous. We this this podcast has been so fun. This is one of our longest podcasts. But I, I told you at the top, I said we don't stop. Uh, we don't stop a good conversation here at the Social Media Church Podcast. You're also like over time. Uh, Stephanie, I'm sure you get done on the East Coast at 5 p.m. We're past 5 p.m. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I am sure people have questions with you, and you and I connected on LinkedIn. Uh, Nils and I have been telling you to get on LinkedIn for a long time. So if you're a listener and haven't hopped on there, there's so many great places and you never know who you're going to meet. Uh, we met on LinkedIn. Um, what is the best place? If somebody's listening to this, I have got to talk to Stephanie. I've, I have some questions. I've, I just, I want to connect with her or maybe I don't have questions right now, but I just want to follow along with everything that Stephanie's doing. Cause if she had this idea, she's going to have at least five more, uh, over the next five years. Uh, where can people connect with you and reach out to you? Absolutely. I would love to talk with you. Even if you just need a consultation on your church, making the next steps. Um, we do those all the time. Yeah. Uh, you can reach me at stephanie at alterlive.com. That's my email address or head to alterlive.com. If you hit that chat box in the lower right-hand corner, our support team answers that. I actually see all of those messages and I answer a lot of them too. That's the secret. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, uh, I love talking with people about alter mm -hmm. or about your needs and helping figure out what's going to work best for your church. Stephanie, before you go, favorite social media platform right now? Ooh. I have to say WhatsApp. Is that does that count? Oh, that absolutely <laughs> counts. And if you attended our conference, Nachi Lazarus uh, told all of you why you need to implement WhatsApp into your digital strategy for follow up with people all around the world. But uh, do explain to me why. Well, probably for the, the global, my family actually lives all over the world and uh, I grew up outside of the US. And so we use WhatsApp like we're probably their best customer. I don't know. I have like 700 channels, specifically just my Oh family. my gosh. So, um, That's but, incredible. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. WhatsApp. That makes perfect sense. Uh, th which makes me think about global context here. Who do you root for in the Olympics. We're in the middle of the 2020, even though it's 2021, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Have you been watching the Olympics and who do you pull for? I have. I, well, obviously Team USA. You have yes. To. I have, I have got to admit, I have not watched as many. I had somebody describe to me last night that the Olympics is, uh, you know, is, is much harder and so much different yes. without an audience, but totally. I did watch skateboarding. I think this is the awesome. first year. First year. It is first year of skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. So that was nice. really fun to watch. There you go. I heard a funny thing that they represent a bunch of different countries, but all of them live in Los Angeles, California, uh, which is like the skateboard capital of the world. Anyways, uh, Stephanie, thank you so much for your time. We've gone way over. I hope that all of you as listeners uh, are benefiting from this. I hope uh, I'm cheering for all of you to be one of the three winners. Uh, but regardless, 40% off for the year, you guys are going to, um, this is just going to revolutionize church community, which is what Nils and I are all about. And as you heard, what's going on in the United Kingdom and elsewhere outside the walls of the United States, which I know is a little bit difficult for us to digest. And 
comprehend uh, how Christianity is working outside of a Western Christian context, uh, this is something that you're going to want to invest in for the future. And it might revitalize uh, something that's been slowly on the decline, maybe even before COVID in your church. This might be the spark that you need. So you have no harm in checking it out, going to enter the giveaway uh, and getting in contact with Stephanie. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Aaron, such a pleasure. Thank you. Yes. Uh, all of the notes for this podcast, how you can connect with Stephanie, how you can get involved in the giveaway, uh, how we're going to announce the winners, uh, because maybe by the time this comes out, we'll have more details on that. Always check the show notes. That's your best friend, uh, where you can find this on YouTube. Uh, all of those things will be in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you all again next time.